Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the... Episode 6? Is it? Fuck, maybe episode 7? Oh god. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Weird Fiction Podcast. Just gonna quickly preface that, um, I was really drunk. And... Yeah. That was a thing. Enjoy. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? I can absolutely hear you, and the computer can hear you, which is important. Yeah. That is awesome. Alright, uh. cool. Are we ready to are we ready to go? Are we ready to answer all questions right, for an hour? Because we got well, some uh, and then we're all fantastic. Yes. Sorry, I thought we were doing a test first. Oh yeah, yeah. We can um we can test if you want. It all appears to be coming through pretty well, though. I mean, I'm not gonna. Oh, that, bother. That, that's good. That's good enough for me. Like, <laughs> is it working? Yeah, yeah, it seems to be. I'm recording right now. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, when you talk, my desktop audio level goes right up. So I can only assume that uh, that is. That it. sounds a lot like it's gonna be doing things that'll be recorded later that, or now. Well, I mean, or later. If it doesn't, you'll have to fucking put up with me again, so... Oh, no, I'll put up with you. Don't be silly. Uh, I know, I'm just being a shit. Um, let's see. Be so self-effacing, you're, you're a lovely person to talk to. I'm very self-defecating. <laughs> <laughs> shit all over your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh... Um... Alright, cool. So, I'm gonna, uh... I'm gonna just lead us in with a lovely little intro. Okay. Uh, yeah, tell the lovely people a little bit about yourself after that, I guess, and then we'll fucking go to the first question, which I'm looking forward to. Um, of course. Right. Um, yeah? What? So I should be telling people about me? Oh, oh no. Just, you know, you got a Patreon and all that stuff. Pimp uh, shit. I've, I've got a Patreon that people can give money to because, like, I'd rather sit about a Mars and talk about films to get a little bit of pocket money than, you know, do anything else. So... I'm trying to do that, and we're going to put some videos up on that, and some. we're doing a new podcast with me and Luke and Chris, and that, that's it, who are also very cool people. Sure, <laughs> I was going to do the intro first, but um, no, for those of you that don't know, I'm here with Gregor Hunter, who is doing, uh, what is the name of the new podcast? The Skunky Island. <laughs> the Skunky Island, yeah, Gregor is going to be hosting the Skunky Island with some... Uh, former colleagues and internet chums of ours so um that'll be fun also welcome to uh welcome to the weird fiction podcast that's the show what you are on now i totally jumped to. i totally jumped the gun i'm very fucking sorry i've been <laughs> drinking worry. for like the last worry, hour and a half for those uh, of you that don't know it's um it's 3 a.m for me and i'm having a little wine because i figured fuck it if i'm recording a podcast at 3 a.m i'm gonna have a drink mm. oh god mm. <laughs> Lovely, uh, lovely red. So I'm here with Gregor from some upcoming projects, which I will definitely link to. And um, yeah, Gregor, we've got some questions to answer. Oh my god, do we f fucking questions to answer? Ah, uh, these questions are insane. These questions are from the mind of horribly disturbed people. <laughs> these are our people, man. These are yes. these are our good good friend friend people who are who hang out in the same fucking weird Facebook groups. Alright, so, um, I'm not quite, I've never been quite sure how to pronounce this name, but, uh, Cinder? Cindre? 
Cinder. I always say I always do Cinder, but that's Cinder. I don't know if that's right. Cinder I mean, sounds Cinder. cool. It Cinder. does sound really cool. So yeah, it sounds like a um, it sounds like what a thirteen-year-old would call their fire witch persona, like in their sketchbook. <laughs> Meant to be doing math, and they're just drawing pictures of Cinder the fire witch or the fire hog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fire, um, anyway, so the question is Do sharks go to hell when they die? What are your thoughts on that? I've, I've really been thinking about this ever since I saw the question and like I'm I'm inclined to say no like I mean we're taking the assumption I suppose that like heaven and hell do definitely exist and it's judged whether they're good or bad so sharks it's kind of just in their nature to fucking eat people, isn't it? Like, I guess, yeah. I mean, like, they they do what the man in Jaws say they said they say they do said they do. They swim around, oh. they eat, and they make little sharks. I mean, that's the thing. I don't think I don't think nature exists within the bounds of human morality. Uh, like moral, yeah, of course, absolutely. I mean, like I, I kind of think of two different scenes, right? A shark eating someone that was just swimming a wee bit too close to shark water, like chewing right down on them and guzzling them, and like a fucking big fat guy sitting eating a cheeseburger is the exact same thing. Or like myself, I love a good burger. I'm eating a cow. That cow had a fucking wife and kids. You know? Sorry, I'm stuck on shark water. <laughs> so that that cow, like fucking, had everything going for it, and I went and ate him with a bit of lettuce, and that's just that's you know how's that any less grotesque than a shark swimming up and eating a baby, you know, on a beach? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, granted, the shark would have to uh, thrash around quite a bit to get far enough up the beach to get to the baby, but at that point, I kind of feel like he's earned it. <laughs> <laughs> if a shark can reach a baby he deserves to eat is the moral of the story that's our answer to the question Cinder if the shark can reach the baby then the shark will eat it and not go to hell yeah he'll go to heaven and, uh, and heaven for a shark is basically just getting fed babies all day yep okay here's a, uh, here's a question from a man with a name that I can definitely pronounce Matthew mm. Everett Bradbury like the old that's, a, that's such a fucking cool name isn't it it that, is that oh my god really Everett sounds like he's climbed a mountain fucking Bradley he's <laughs> got some sci-fi in there and Matthew well I mean Matthew's pretty standard but like there's nothing wrong with that he could be a spy Matthew yeah <laughs> Matthew <pretty laughs> the spy yeah <laughs> yeah like that's a good one though because it's like oh shit Matthew the spy is sneaking around in Russia but it's like which Matthew there are hundreds <laughs> So anyway, his question, and I'm not sure if it's a question so much as a statement. He just goes, mm -hmm. for fuck's sake, Gregor. Ah, oh, right, yeah, that that's a running meme, which isn't in any way annoying. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> no, not even to... slightly. Oh, okay, I was about to say, I think it's time that we get down to the nitty-gritty of uh, the psychology of Gregor James Hunter. Does he find the memes annoying? <laughs> that's what no, it's, it's fine. It's a hardcore uh, interview show. <laughs> <laughs> you just got all Jeremy Paxman. This is like Frost Nixon all of a sudden. Um, well, no, not at all. 
it's nice that people even remember who I am once or twice, which is cool, rather Whoa. than just being like, oh, there's that fucking weird guy that ended up killing everyone because <laughs> he's a psycho. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, not man. that I'm saying that that's any sort of comment on me. Like, I'm not that guy. Don't worry about it. Just go about your day. <laughs> it's not going to be interrupted by along. a, a if raving... You if you're in school with him, he tells you... He tells you to go to the bathroom. You fucking go to the bathroom quick. <laughs> I know, but seriously, I, I'd be more troubled that a twenty-two-year-old man is at school <laughs> than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. All right, so uh, we got another question here from a good friend mm -hmm. of ours, Travis McKeithen. Let's yes. see, how much would it cost you to shave your head and glue it to your face? You know, so you look like a man. Mainly for Gregor. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't do it in the voice. <laughs> Well, how oh, much would it cost you to shave your head, partner, <laughs> and glue it to your face? <laughs> I'm sorry, Travis, I'm a dickhead. Oh my god, he sounds like that chicken from fucking, what's it, Looney Tunes or something. Oh god, I... Oh my god, I can't remember that guy's name. <laughs> hey, partner. <laughs> wow, that is how incredible. <laughs> sorry, that's the voice I did in my, um, my Slime Rangers video. <laughs> That is that's better than Travis's real voice. That's brilliant. Oh dear. Uh, so he wants to know if uh, if we shave, how much would it cost us to shave our beards um, off? Or I've had this question. And fucking to our face, so we look like men. Well, I've had this question more, more times than you'd think. I've had this a lot of times. It's like, how much would you fucking blah for blah? I wouldn't get my hair cut off for any amount of money because I'd look like a big thumb or a penis or a slimy snail with human skin on it. I'd, I would look horrible, so no. I thought you were going to say it was because you were some kind of Samson-esque biblical hero and if you got your hair cut off, <laughs> your powers would be diminished. <laughs> well, that's part of the story as well. You've got quite the mane, so if you did, you would have some like Ben Kaplan levels of beard, and it would be fantastic. <laughs> See, if I did it, I would just look like an upside down beetle. <laughs> the band member, I'd... not the not the insect. Yeah, like I'd look like fucking James Randi, but young. <laughs> it would it would be good. Yeah, and uh, oh, this is a uh, this is good. Elijah Burath wants to know if Waluigi were to be thrown into the world of Hyrule, what would his goals be? The Triforce? Happiness? You tell me! What were you thinking about this one? Because I have some thoughts about it. Well, I mean, Travis said that uh, Waluigi was a pedophile, and he <laughs> thought that Waluigi's goal would be fucking kids, but in Hyrule, so I replied with high school. Spelt with a yes, Y. With a Y. Hi, yeah, I thought yeah, that, was, yeah. that was pretty good. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> not, a bad um, little, uh, not a bad little quip. It's a shame I never come up with those when recording something. <laughs> <laughs> it never happens. They never come out when you want them to. Mm, um, no, but 20 minutes after when I'm taking my, like, you know, post-recording shit. I just <laughs> you're like, oh, that like, would have been fucking great. If I'd yeah. said that, folk would have thought I was hilarious. Oh, man, I would have got, <laughs> got all the likes and subscribes. Can, I mean, the dark truth is maybe it wouldn't have anyway, but we, we like to say otherwise. Mm, well, I mean, that's how I sleep <laughs> at night. Or in this case, don't, because it's fucking 3 a.m. Yeah, that, absolutely. The sleep's pretty much written off for you. Uh, Waluigi, I kind of, I don't know if he would... Like, I was thinking about this, and I I like to think he would be sort of a a mercenary-type guy in the, the field of Hyrule, like... 
I, I don't want to think he would just slavishly obey Ganondorf, but I, I like to think he would play his part. Like the guy at Lon Lon Ranch who chucks out his cousin or his brother or whatever the fuck, the, the evil guy with a moustache. Uh, in Ocarina of Time, who gets the the farm because he's a he's a little shit and everything's gone to fuck, and Gandalf's given it to him because he's an asshole as well. Like I I think he would do something like that where he'd he'd be living it up at the behest of everyone and just be like, and if Ganon, if it came to it, it would cross Gandalf in a fucking second. He'd drop that motherfucker. That's so, so much more think? badass than mine. Because the only, <laughs> the only Legend of Zelda game that I've ever really given a shit about, and even then I didn't give much of a shit about it, was, um, I have played Wind Waker yet, I really want to play that, but, um, oh, Link Between Worlds, I've been yeah, playing that, uh, and I, really I can just imagine that. Waluigi, like, getting a house in town, finally set- settling down, but, like, sneaking off into the woods to fuck those green things. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, that's no. just, I mean, that's like, definitely what would happen. But like, that's just a perfectly functioning member of that society, but just every now and then he'll go and fuck a forest jelly or whatever it's called. Yeah, and, and like, it's kind of implied that people know about it, but they're just sort of turning a blind eye because he is otherwise just a total regular dude. And <laughs> yeah. like, just, there's, there's, like, people aren't sure. There's rumblings in the fucking tavern and that, they're like, oh, you see... So you heard about what Waluigi's been up to, and they're like, oh, no, don't, don't spread rumours about a good guy like that. He's a pillar of Hyrule society. Mm, I know, he's like a baker or something. It's like he makes the fucking <laughs> best scones. Yeah, exactly. Just, just fucking, shit about have him. you tasted his cake? Don't fucking, he can fuck all the green things he wants. I mean, he doesn't fuck them. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. He fucks no green things. So we didn't have this conversation, all right? Fuck off. Don't ever say anything about Waluigi again. Yeah, or I'll fucking bottle you and feed you to the green things. <laughs> right after Waluigi's fucked him. I mean, didn't fuck him. Yeah, be feeding Waluigi's kids. Um, let's see. Vid Sermon wants to know, is giving to your Patreon any better than giving it to the WBC like I have been? It's probably worse. But I'm not a bigot, so, I mean, there's that. It'll be worse quality content that I release than the WBC. I think their fucking videos probably have a lot better production value than mine. But at least you won't have hatred spewing from every core of my being. I mean, the WBC is funnier in a, like, morbid, the world yeah, no, is dying no, kind objectively, of way. No, 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 objectively, in every single fucking quantifiable standard, the WBC is funnier than anything I will ever do. <laughs> Remarkable. There's a, a you see the Louis Theroux documentary. There's a, a lovely little part in that when somebody drove past the Westboro Baptist Church when they were picketing at the side of a street and threw a full milkshake at the the face of a child that they'd enlisted to be part of their picket. Oh, I wouldn't have gone after the child. There's hope for the kid. I would have no, gone the, after the oldest one there. Yeah, I don't think it was like necessarily intentional that it hit the kid square in the face, but it was still <laughs> hilarious because they were like kneeling next to this kid that was crying, going, "Oh, what kind of people would do that?" And I'm like, "What the fuck?" What kind of people? I would just do heard that? probably them. What gays. kind of people would exactly? What kind of people would hold up fucking signs saying that God hates fags? That oh no, Jesus. Uh, well, I mean, if that's how God feels, just. Uh... Give him five minutes and five minutes alone with me and a bottle of wine and we'll laugh. We'll see how he feels oh. after that. No, yeah. seriously. <laughs> no, <laughs> but saucy with like... Jesus. 
<laughs> like, the whole, you know, God thing is like, you know, maybe they are the be- the most accurate representation of the religion. Maybe they are the ones that are going to heaven by their standards, by the Bible standards, because they're pretty fucking low standards. Like, they're pretty shitty standards. Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> we should be getting into the religion conversation at quarter past three in the morning after I've been having some wine. But, right. like, the, th- the thing about so much modern Christianity is that it's basically shit chaos magic, so they're going to their version of heaven, like, heaven. And, I mean, like, I don't know, it just seems to have no weight to it. Mm. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> but anyway... Next I question. Mean, I've, always th- I've always thought it would be, like, a, um... A, like, just a thing that I would do, say, for example, if I found out that the Westboro Baptist Church was picketing nearby, I'd just show up with a butt plug. (laughs) And, like, I'd wear a skirt so it's easy to get I would love to counter-picket the the WBC, like, it would be a lot of fun. I'd be be picking it, picking it right out of my fucking arsehole through the skirt (laughs) and throwing it at him, getting some poo-poo on the robe, probably. (laughs) Who knows? But I just I wanted I'd want to do something gross with a sex toy in front of them just to see their reaction. Oh, it would be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, people on the uh, on our Facebook groups have been talking about me in a small nurse's outfit, so probably shelter <laughs> that and see how they feel about that saucy image. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! All right, let's see. That's a great idea. Well, oh, buddy it. of ours, Lahel wants to know: Can you do a, ru- a Russian accent, please? Uh, the answer is uh, no comrade. I think. <laughs> the, Elijah also asked, he was like, if, if I could say that line from Iron Man 2 with Mickey Rook where he was like, I want my boot. <laughs> which, which is fucking stupid sounding. That so yeah, already... I could do that. I want my boot. Give me my fucking boot back. That's what he was all about in Iron Man 2. That's the only bit I remember of that film. That's already so much fucking better than I could do, so I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna move on. Let's see, um, Andrew Peter Francis Hayes wants to know how I can maintain a perm of that quality, Gregor. Also, LA Confidential, the movie, or the cannabis strain? Pick one and explain why, would you kindly? I have not seen LA Confidential, and I don't know about the, the strain of pot, I don't think I've ever had that, and if I had, I would have no idea. So, no. Well, I have no idea either existed, so I'm just going to assume that... Pardon me, little wine burpee. Oh, I'm just going to assume that as a naming concept... <laughs> that's, a good, that's good for the podcast. That's professional. Little, little wine, wine burpee. burpee. That's brilliant. Fucking hell. Um, so, I'm just going to assume that LA Confidential is a naming convention for a movie or a strain of cannabis. And uh, I would like to think that it would be a strain of cannabis. And um, to explain why, it's probably something police have confiscated and then they get really high on. Well, yeah. 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 Let's see, we got another one from... Oh, sorry, did you want to say something? No. No, We covered it. Nice. Alright, let's see, we've got got Travis McKeith enough again. This is a good question. You have your balls in a vice for two hours... Brackets very tight, <laughs> and or you have to get hit in the forehead with a hammer once. Choose and discuss. Okay, this this is a fucking no-brainer to me. What about you? 
Um, I'd rather get hit in the forehead with a hammer because yeah, I'll, I'll just, yeah, exactly. Because it, it'll be over quickly and it might hurt, but, but like he never specified who hits me in the forehead with a hammer or how hard. It, like I, I've been hit in the forehead with a hammer in the past, and it's like that you can walk away from that relatively unscathed. Like skulls are pretty thick, but having your balls in a vice super tight for two hours, fuck <laughs> that. That'd be yeah. the worst two hours of your life. I know. I no mean, like, way. I'm not planning on ever having children. Like, fuck, the world needs more of me right now. But um, <laughs> I still don't want to, like, you know, put my balls through any unnecessary duress. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That doesn't. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean it's going to be enjoyable for you to like squeeze <laughs> your balls. No, it's that's horrible. Oh, it's a fucking hell trap. Gonna keep them in mint condition so I can sell them with like a cassette tape with every episode of the podcast on it when I'm 50 <laughs> and need the money to retire. <laughs> no, I'll go one further. I'd rather get hit in the head by a, with a fucking axe than get hit with the, the like put my balls in a vice for any length of time that's a fucking stupid question that's like being like oh should you do you want to like have your pinky cut off or do you want your dick cut off it's kind of it's fucking obvious to me like yeah it's pretty obvious i would rather have the pinky i take both my fucking hands i don't care i can wank with the stumps it's fine i'll figure it out (laughs) oh no (laughs) <laughs> so Travis, there you go. We'd both rather take a hammer to the forehead once, <laughs> mainly because it doesn't matter how much brain damage either one of us gets, we can still understand the basic motion of thrusting. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Uh, James Womack uh, wants to know what your plan for dealing with ISIS is. I was gonna just. Uh chill and see what happens <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, you know let it run its course like everything else and I don't know if they're they're gonna show up in Dalkeith in Scotland and I'd like to think ISIS probably aren't gonna but then I suppose everybody that's ever been attacked by these kinds of people like to think they wouldn't be I don't know uh, I'll probably chastise them once or twice on a point but yeah naughty ISIS hey, cut that out pack it in <laughs> Don't be doing all of that naughty business. Naughty boy. <laughs> naughty boy, Skip. Don't do that. Oh, That's it. not good for anyone, right? So I'll, <laughs> I'll say that. When you said just let them run, run their course, I was just thinking, like, you're, you've taken ISIS to, like, a too much fun or something, which is, like, a theme, a small, weird theme park for kids. <laughs> and you've just paid 50 bucks to leave them there for the day, so when you come back and get them after work, they're all tired. <laughs> exactly. You can put them no energy bed. left to fucking put up a fuss when they come back home. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Too tired to notice you driving home past the Maccas so they don't argue, they don't ask about it. Right, what I'll do, right, is I'll train them and I'll get them to blow up buildings that have no one in them, but I'll make them think that there is someone in them and I'll be like, well done, you've killed fucking hundreds of infidels, nice work. And it'll just be like, actually, we needed to demolish that building anyway, so <laughs> you fucking dumbass. You've just killed one more extremist, and be... you fucking buried yourself in the rubble of a condemned building, so fucking nice work, idiot. Enjoy your fake virgins, asshole. <laughs> it would be incredibly bad taste that if all of the ISIS people got caught... <laughs> <laughs> and well, like, and their punishment instead of like you know death or something, 
was um was just community service. <laughs> <laughs> they just they got put they on got like trash. demo squads because they're good at blowing shit up. <laughs> wow, this podcast! Oh my god. <laughs> oh man, a little more wine. Fuck it. Well, at least put them to good use. I mean, <laughs> they're they're just helping no one right now. They've got the bombs. Yeah, exactly. So, like, send them to canyons and shit, and they can mine, like, the Old West days. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Just and shooting like, into the bedrock with AK-47s. Like, here, see all of those fucking rocks? They eat pork, and they also fuck out with marriage, and they let women learn in that, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> blow them up. So fuck them up. Um, we got to. Now that I want to, I want to be absolutely clear that that is not my view on like fucking general, uh, pe- like Muslim people. Of course not. Oh God, no. no yeah, I mean, like not. the extremists of that religion no more represent them than like you know. Hitler represents all Austrians. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Saying I saying okay, yeah. Like we have absolutely nothing against Muslim people. We have some. We got a lot against terrorists, though. Like just oh yeah, shit people hey, being extremists bad. of any stripes, like crazy ass Christian extremists. Oh, God, any yeah. of those. I mean, like I was There's talking people. about throwing a pooey butt plug at the Westboro Baptist Church. So. <laughs> exactly. I do There's, the same there's... To ISIS. Everybody gets the pooey butt plug. Yeah, I mean, cunts come in all fucking flavors. You know what I mean? Like they're they're all <laughs> over the place, and they believe all sorts of crazy shit, and they're all sorts of colors. Mm. So you know, who, who, you know, you can them when you see them. You're just like you're a fucking asshole. Speaking of oh. rabid raving extremists, sorry to cut you off, but hmm? this is important. I'll go for it. Travis did not think Fury Road was a good film. <laughs> Oh, fuck off. I heard him fucking say that as well, that he was like, I'm going to try Mad Max again. I'm like, that's like saying I'm going to try anal again. It's amazing. <laughs> it's great. Anyway, so why the fuck are you even doubting it? Like, exactly. if you if you ever get a chance to do it, then just be grateful and enjoy it. So if you ever get a chance to see Mad Max, just fucking watch that flick and be like, holy shit, it's ace. I mean, you know, t- taste is subjective, but at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, get your shit together, Travis. Exactly. He's liked some fucking. Like, I hate to say it, Travis, but he's liked some fucking terrible shit and thought that some amazing stuff has been crap. And I'm just like, Travis, what happens to your brain in those moments <laughs> where you where you think that fucking Bad Max Fury Road isn't an amazing flick, uh, and you know, you think that like. I don't know, Leprechaun 2 is, like, <laughs> the best movie No, ever. Leprechaun 2 is great as well, just for different reasons. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm Travis, gonna... did you ever see the fucking movie that Travis was in? Travis There's was a... in a film? Travis was in a film, and I've it wasn't worked like... i that motherfucker for two years. <laughs> You'd never heard about this? No, no Travis was in a me. film. It I wasn't like, like been a... cheated on. <laughs> It wasn't a high-budget thing. I've never seen the actual full-length film itself. I've only ever seen a trailer for it, which I assume is still on YouTube. You should go and ask him. Uh, but fuck it, I'll ask him now. It's about like vampires and zombies and shit like that. Ask him and see if you can you can bring it up because uh, it features Travis eating someone's neck, and it was <laughs> it was a good few years ago. Now it was a good like seven years ago or something. I think that's fucking and, uh, badass. Travis is a vampire that, uh, <laughs> that eats someone at a point so... in this trailer. 
That's so awesome. Skill, <laughs> isn't it? I really. He was saying that he would uh, try and get in touch, or like he apparently has a copy at his like parents' house or something. He was going to try and get, but I've never seen the movie to this date, and I really want to. That sounds fucking cool. Holy shit! I can't believe you never told me. Yeah, uh, I mean it's 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 disgraceful. Like it's the worst acting I've ever seen in this trailer. Like, if Travis wasn't in it, I don't think I could sit through it, but <laughs> Travis... Oh, no, I it, could. So. I absolutely could. Like, I mean, you were saying Leprechaun 2 was a bad movie. I think I think the Leprechaun films are great. I've not seen them, but I, I just know they're <laughs> going to be good. You, you just know they're good. They've exactly. got to be good like, with names I'm currently Leprechaun having an argument two. with my partner right now. Um, mm. She thinks that The Black Knight is a good film. I don't I know don't, if you've... I haven't seen that, no. No? Okay, so it's a, it, it's about this, um... It's about an African-American man who works at, like, a uh, medieval reenactment theme park. Like, Six Flags, but... Um, oh, that's pretty medieval. on the nose, isn't it? The Black Knight. I know, yeah. Yeah, it's... It's, um... It's fucking terrible. And he gets transported back in time because of a magical amulet. And then okay. gives a knight, like, you know, Air Jordans so he can move faster. <laughs> So is this like Robin Hood slash Jango Unchained? Uh, yes, but fucking shit. <laughs> it's meant Trap. to be a comedy, but it's like not funny once. And she thinks that is a better film than Spawn, which I think is incredible. I've never seen Spawn either. It's so good. It's got like PlayStation 1 era graphics. Satan is this like big underbite ridden lizard. It's so good. <laughs> The little clown like the is best the best. Part. The defiler, the violator, that's it. The violator, he's amazing. It's, the violator. Yeah, he's like this little fucking clown boy that turns into a lizard. It's it's so bad, but I love it. It's like the stuff. It's um, it's like that same wow. caliber of film. The so bad, it's good. But uh, anyway, back to uh, back to questions. Jamie Russell mm. asks, "You have a podcast." And uh, I guess we both do. He says, it's a question for Gregor to answer about you on the podcast. Right, so, Gregor, well, you, def have... you definitely have a podcast, because uh, <laughs> that's what we're doing right now. I guess uh, I do. And I, I, don't, I, I mean, I would say I, I do, but we've not recorded any of it yet, so, like, uh, not really. But I've done one for about half a year, and we're starting a new iteration of basically the same thing. Hmm, the terminal fuck-up hour. That was a, that was a heck of a show. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't. Don't <laughs> no, um, it's a load of shit. It was an absolute load of shit. But that's not to say I don't respect people that listen to it. I just think much less of them as people. I think they're they're really there's some there's questions that need to be asked about anybody that enjoyed that fucking load of shit. Honestly. <laughs> Oh man, um, Jamie Russell also has a bunch of other questions. He also wants to know why Thomas keeps starting selfie, selfie thread, threads, fuck me. <laughs> he wants to know why I keep starting selfie threads when I'm so ugly. Well, he's obviously just jealous because he's a fat Shrek looking motherfucker and you're, you're rather Dolph Lundgren young pretty looking, so, you know, I wouldn't worry about that. Oh, and I, I believe his, his other question was that <laughs> you're not that Shrek looking, Jamie. You're not bad. I mean, you're a lovely boy, Jamie. You're a father. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're a what? No, it's not. Well, all right, anyway. For the sake of argument, it's, that's great. Um, <laughs> and you, <laughs> you have a child whose name 
uh, is Reg. And he was asking me what I should name his second child if he has one. Uh, I was, no, this is going to take a severe amount of thought, so I'll probably come back to it, but I I think the the dude name, the boy name would be Crunk. And I've got... I've got a few ideas for for the girl name, but I'm not quite settled on one. Yeah, I'm not quite uh, (laughs) settled on a female name yet. So, what what are some other questions? Well, uh, if I was going to give Jamie's baby a masculine name, um, Mm -hmm. probably something along the lines of I don't know something um something unusual, something fancy, maybe uh maybe Adolf. That's pretty exotic sounding. No, that's great. Uh, I don't think I don't foresee any problems with that name at all. Yeah, so, and, uh, as far it's noble, isn't it? It's noble. Sounds like it gives you the. Sounds like he could be a. I don't know. I mean, like. Sounds like he could be a pretty good guy. Eh? It sounds exactly. like he could be. He could have some good ideas about infrastructure and stuff like that. But some pretty, some pretty bad ideas about you know other things. But yeah, best like, not going like to that, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. He might be a shit painter, but let's shit not hold painter, that against Adolf. But like, really good at gas plumbing. <laughs> it's a really <laughs> cool mustache. Yeah. Oh, this is um. <laughs> Moving right along, I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say Maggie Thatcher for the female name, but. <laughs> Margaret what? Thatcher Maggie is Thatcher. probably more offensive. All right, sorry, Maggie Thatcher is probably a more offensive name to utter than Adolf Hitler. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh gosh, oh Paula Dean then to to keep our American listeners in the loop. <laughs> oh right, yeah. yeah call basically, kid Paula Dean. She'll say a racist thing about Oprah or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Oh, I'm not 100% sure what happened there. All I know is was old white woman was racist, and then I was like, oh, okay, typical. Oh, no, do you not know what happened there? I followed that pretty closely, because it was really funny. What, <laughs> happened... <laughs> what happened was, like, she was asked in court, have you ever used the N-word? And her reply to that question was, of course I have. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> she sounds like my grandmother. Well, my grandmother's all of them. Yeah. No, no, no. I thought that was a really, really charming reply. Of course, I. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's incredible. And I don't really think it's fair because if somebody asked me that question, if you ever uttered that word, I'd have to say yes because I have said it at points. I've said it at some point, definitely. I've said it at some point too, but like exactly everybody has mimicked that sound at some point, whether they were like a child that didn't understand it or whatever. Like a you know, it's or if you were just quoting Tarantino movies at any point of this oh, the God. script. Wasn't the Hateful Eight like riddled with that? No, Django. Well, I've not seen the Hateful Eight yet, and I'm looking forward to watching it. But Django Unchained had that word every every fucking second word. It was it was it was pretty insane the amount of use of that word, but. You would also imagine it's pretty, you know, it would be used as much as it was in the story. Because mm, yeah. people were really ridiculously racist. <laughs> I mean, like, that's no secret. I, mm. I don't think they should really sugarcoat that. No. It's like, you know, if you're, you're going to tell a story in that thing and you're going to try and make it believable, 
that you know yes they were all very racist and for the love of fuck don't do what bioshock infinite did don't take us to another universe to prove that sometimes black (laughs) people can be a bad one too (laughs) (coughs) yeah well i mean i think django unchained itself shows that very well in samuel l jackson's character being like you know pretty fucking evil towards everybody that he should supposedly have an allegiance with. Uh, I think Tarantino is a lot more clever than a lot of the fucking idiots give him credit for, but that's another story. Yeah, I won't get into Bioshock Infinite because I've got... I could talk for like an hour on everything I, I really... fucking hate about that game. I only really played that for a, for about an hour and I really like enjoyed what I saw of it, like the barbershop quartet singing and stuff, but then it got to a bit where I was like, do you want to throw a bottle at the face of these people or do you want to not do it? And, like, be <laughs> exactly. A it's like, do that you choice be... is so binary. It's like, do you want to stab a puppy in the eyeball or do you want to adopt a kitten? It was like, <laughs> exactly. Fucking... It's like, do you want to be racist or not racist? We really, really, really hope you pick the racist one so we can make you think about racism for a little bit. That's like, fucking hell, game. <laughs> it's so yeah, exactly. on the it's nose. Like, there's, it fucking rips your nothing... nose right off. It's. Exactly. Uh, There's nothing to be gained from it from people that are playing it, like from a perspective of, well, I'm, I'm not a racist asshole, so I'll <laughs> obviously not throw a bottle at the face of these coloured people, exactly. which you should even say. But the game probably wants me to. The game probably wants me to go like, ah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna throw it right at their fucking face. Teach me a lesson, game. Like that kind of annoys me. It's like, what do I have stand to gain from this? Like. You should have put it on the box that this game's for racists so that they could play it and not be as much of a shit person. <laughs> See, yeah, look, I think I think Donald Trump would maybe get something out of that game if he played it. But yeah. for anyone who's, like, kind of left-leaning, like, even a little bit, they're just going to be like, well, I mean, I guess I just won't be a cunt. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> the game's really the fucking game. boring, isn't it? It's just, like, it's really boring. It's like, oh, well... You know, you just weren't an asshole. You kind of went by, you know, kind of unrecognized because the asshole that threw a bottle at the face of innocent people on a stage, you know, he's the one that people remember for some reason. I can't can't think why, but yeah. he's stuck in their memory. I also won't go into what I won't go into at great detail because I'm going to mention it. I also won't go into the, into the fact that the main character is all about escaping his violent past and how he's sick of violence, and then he fucking jams a like rotating hook into a man's face <laughs> in the first five fucking minutes of the game. Yeah, he's got like a minigun and he's like wasting everybody in the fucking vicinity. He's, and he's like, like oh, I hate violence. I'm a oh, this... I, I hate myself. Then just this is the exact sort of thing I was talking cell. about. <laughs> exactly. Fucking does a fatality on them, and he's like, fucking, oh, of course. This is exactly what I meant. I'm, e- I'm evil. <laughs> oh, I'm such a prick. And then he shoots five people without blinking. <laughs> I'm a but then he roots about in a bed bang for bang a hot dog, and that. He goes about in beds looking for hot dogs and popcorn <laughs> and shit like that. He yeah, eats just it. Breaks so. into people's houses, takes their fucking pears. You've got some canned tomatoes, I'll take those, I guess. Smoke your cigarettes, drink your coffee, get that easy. He's a petty out. criminal from one angle, eh? he's just a fucking petty criminal. He's just like, oh yeah, you you might slingshot and hookshot about the fucking city, but you're just stealing pears out of people's houses. 
you're really just a fucking thief, aren't you? Uh, do you give a shit about spoilers for the end of that game? No, no, go for it. Okay. Spoil it rot. The last, like, big uh, encounter in that game is tower defense. Like, that is the mm-hmm. game style. Really? I'm... I was fucking bewildered. There was an Assassin's Creed that had tower defense in it at some point. I can't remember. Was that Brotherhood or there was one of them that, like, you had to set up weapons like an alleyway and then soldiers would show up and you like your your defenses would shoot them and periodically wear down is that the sort of thing you mean like tower defense yeah yeah i mean like um i mean they would okay so you're on like the deck of this really big airship and there's like an engine core that you have to protect and enemies are constantly spawning and while they're spawning you can control like you can send the big bird fucker essentially the big daddy to, um, big bird fucker. Yeah, the big, <laughs> the big bird daddy. Big bird. All right, I thought I thought yeah. you meant like something something big that fucks birds. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm the big bird fucker. Oh my god. I fuck birds all day long. <laughs> Bring me that turkey. Yeah. Oh man, it all started when I was a kid. I watched <laughs> Sesame Street. <laughs> I see their beaks. I thought um, have some good beaks. <laughs> Big Bird dropped a pair. And then I hear that Jim Henson's whole job was to put his hand up an animal's asses. <laughs> and I thinks to myself, mm, I want that job. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I got tongue surgery to make my tongue longer. <laughs> the, the handsome thing with my tongue. Fuck this. Can <laughs> make out with Kermit the Frog. <laughs> oh no. Although on that topic, Miss Piggy would totally get it, even if she's a puppet. Huh? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure everybody who's controlled Miss Piggy at some point has like just taken her into the ground. Uh, yeah, does some horrible hand. shit in the toilets with the puppet. Yeah, oh, just, yeah. Just... Miss Piggy's. <laughs> Going crazy on it. Yeah. People who listen to this podcast, people who listen to this podcast, have been conditioned to think that it's about having an intellectual chat. <laughs> no, they haven't. Don't fucking sell people short. They know exactly what this is. There's no intellectual chat to be had. If you listen to this and think you're gonna like, it's gonna be thought provoking, or you're gonna learn something, then you may as well just fucking jump off a cliff because there's no hope for you in this world. <laughs> it's too rough for you. <laughs> well, I mean, get at me and like, you know, oh, it's the weird fiction podcast. So does that mean it's about like, you know, people making interesting stuff on Itchio? And I was like, and I'm like, yeah, it was for like the first. It might second. be, yeah, it might be every other episode. But I'm sorry, you had me guessed, so it's just fucking crap. <laughs> but it's more about, it's it's more like it's named after the like weird fiction moniker that I was kind of attaching, and I didn't want to have the weird fiction Thomas podcast to be the name of it because that would have come off as incredibly fucking vain, and it would have only been yeah. me on just like masturbating like, into the microphone. I can <laughs> kind of understand it. <laughs> it's just in the case of like you know like the Ricky Gervais show. They called that the Ricky Gervais show because no one had a fucking clue who Carl Pilkington was, and like. He was the show. Carl Pilkington was the whole show. And I get why they called it the Ricky Gervais show, because nobody would have watched it going, who the fuck's Carl Pilkington? But nowadays, maybe that's a different story. But yeah, no, call it the Weird Thomas podcast. If you're the only constant on it, just fuck it. It's not narcissistic. Market yourself. Just be like fucking, yeah, it's the Weird Thomas podcast. Fuck you. 
weird <laughs> fiction with Thomas. Thomas uh, the motherfucking tank engine, take it. That's mm. Thomas's podcast. Welcome to the motherfucking Thomas Tower, is what you should be saying at the start. Every show is like, yo, it's Thomas. Oh my god, <laughs> I would... <laughs> I, one of my favorite podcasts is just called the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, and I oh, there love you go. that fucking name. It's so good. Duncan, the Thomas Ferreira Family. Hit me up. We'll we'll record. Oh, that would be like I I want to hit up several people if if there's any chance they're listening. Well, I was gonna name a couple of people who are now dead, and I forgot about that for a minute. <laughs> But no, Shit. they can't be on. <laughs> I just imagine you going, Elvis, if you're listening, hit me up. <laughs> Elvis, Elvis. I kind of want a brand new cat. Yeah. hit me up, we're recording. Hey, Adolf's not even been born yet, okay? Jamie. Oh, yeah. Sorry, once, Jamie. Once Adolf's born. Jamie, make Adolf, <laughs> and then we'll pop him out and get him podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and by, when I say we will pop him out, I mean Gregor and I will specifically be there to help you release him. Into the world, uh, yeah, we'll cut the card. Yeah, and by cut, I just mean like Gregor will gnaw on it until it <laughs> chew it until it until it gives. Yeah, well, absolutely. Then, then I'll put a cork in it. <laughs> keep all the goodness in. Keep it fresh. Fucking hell. This is horrible. Is this what your podcast's normally like? Is it really this this? disgusting uh no normally my podcast is like oh you make a video game that is cool would how what we've is not discussed video it? games once by the way have we even mentioned one video game we mentioned bioshock infinite but i can see why oh, you think that is a video game <laughs> yeah to be fair it's just like a, a, a lecture from noam chomsky <laughs> it's pretty fucking shit <laughs> it's pretty bad honestly I have an ex, and I don't want to name names because nobody would want to admit to being this person, of course. <laughs> that I have an ex who was all like obsessed with Ayn Rand for a while, and she she was hilarious because she was all like, "Oh yeah, Ayn Rand makes so much sense. It does make sense to be a total asshole." <laughs> like, <laughs> did you sit her down and ask her to play the fucking first Bioshock game? <laughs> well, she's played all of them, dude. She's and how played. Does well, she I don't like know about Ayn Rand after that. I don't know. But, yeah, exactly. Like I don't know about uh, Infinite, but she played the first two, and she was like, still like, oh, Ayn Rand's got she makes sense in that. I'm like, did you play Bioshock? Because it's pretty much a whole deconstruction of how wrong Ayn Rand is about everything. Exactly. And um, and uh, oh, that that made me chuckle a wee bit. But she, you know, she she was all like, yeah, Ayn Rand, she makes sense. I'm like, no. Like, Luke Michael Timothy, my co-host, made a very good point about this, where he was saying that Ayn Rand's prominence is mostly due to the, like, the bourgeoisie of the time wanting an intellectual basis for their fucking selfishness, and they got it in the form of Ayn Rand. Yeah, exactly. It's just shit people trying to legitimize being shit. And, exactly. Um, and Bioshock was... See, that's the thing. Why I'm so pissed off at Infinite, Bioshock 1 was a fucking masterpiece. It was like all the all the supposedly you know good people, the upper class people and stuff, have gathered in this one gathered in this one area, and it has gone to shit. <laughs> and um, I thought that was an excellent deconstruction of you know, fucking yeah, Ayn, the Randian philosophy, getting a little Iron Randy, and um, yeah, I don't know, Infinite was just so fucking disappointing in comparison it's just eh. it was like sometimes black people are bad but so are christians uh <laughs> it, it, i don't know like it could have been infinite could have been 
a fucking screen that just said there are extremists on both ends of the spectrum thank you for playing the game and then it ends <laughs> like that was it it was just some like it was some boring fucking shooting with none of the like none of the powers in that game had plot relevance like what the fuck is a vigor like yeah, at least they tied looks... that shit into the story in the first one but like it was just it was like, about eight hours a superpower. Of a... <laughs> yeah it was just eight hours of a boring fucking shooter to be told, sometimes people are bad. <laughs> That's the most succinct uh, description I've heard of Bioshock Infinite. Wow. Uh, yeah, but it was exactly that. It was just, yeah. Sometimes both, like, doesn't matter what color they are, they're pretty bad. Yo, some people, all people. And it's like, well, you know, anybody who's given it, like, a cursory bit of thought has noticed that about the world. Exactly. It doesn't really and matter Levine's where you come up from. Fucking... Ken Levine sitting up on his fucking crystal throne, like, oh, I'm Ken Levine, and I'm proper. You plebeians don't realize it. All over the world, there are bad people from all walks of life, and it's like, well, fucking duh. It's like, have you fucking turned on the news? And and oh, let me geez. go one further, fucking dude. Or it's like, <laughs> fucking people can be good and then do bad things, and they can be bad and do good things, and it's a fucking whole nebulous cesspit of like crazy weird motives that are very dependent on the time and situation exactly. that these people find themselves in. So it's like, if you're gonna try and predict that, let's try and predict the weather in like a thousand years, why don't we? Exactly, it's, it's almost no as if it, it was a game that whose sole message was People are multi-dimensional, multi-faceted mm. beings with fluctuating opinions, feelings, and <laughs> reactions to certain circumstances, which is like, which is a fair enough thing to say. But for eighty dollars and ten hours of my fucking time, like that is not no, an okay I message to have. And also, if you're gonna cram your binary as fuck choices into a game like that's that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. it doesn't fit at all. It just came off as an incredibly like a messy poorly designed game that wanted to say mm. something intellectual but ken levine just couldn't do it <laughs> which yeah, is disappointing I mean, when you compare it to the first bioshock which was a very good deconstruction of randy of and course. philosophy and why it's doomed to fail well that's the thing i mean if they'd managed to do a game that represented the nebulous fucking choices and crazy-ass coincidences that go into life being what it is, that would be really interesting to me. But that wasn't what it was. It was like, do you want to be a fucking shithead or do you want to be an, a, a sort of nice guy? And it's like, well, you know, that's not that's not really a diverse character path. I mean, that's why I really like games like Skyrim and Oblivion, and I understand why folk don't get them, is because a lot of it is made up by yourself when you're playing. You're sort of imagining a story for this person that the game sort of gives you a structure for. And you sort of add bits to that yourself in your own imagination. It's not just the game giving you the story. Because if the game, if it was all just the game giving you the story itself, Bethesda games would probably fall down on their fucking arse because they've got really stilted dialogue in places. And they're kind of really basic in places, but I think it's with that user interaction that makes the art what it is. It's that grey space in the middle that Bowie was talking about in that video I posted in Jimquisition. Oh, I'm, I'm no longer in the uh, Jimquisition group. I got tired of the edge uh, lords, rather. But, um... Yes, I can imagine so. Well, yeah. it was this thing where like David Bowie was basically talking about 15 years ago 
um, about this, what the state of the internet would be and like what it could do to like further the relationship between audiences and artists and stuff. And he was saying that he enjoyed that there was a demystification process going on that like people, audiences were sort of, the the vocabulary of rock and roll was so well known now and stuff like that, that like, you know, on the internet, there's going to be some, you know, there's going to be stuff that the art itself isn't necessarily finished until the audience finds it and then gives their interpretation and the gray space in between the art and the audience is what the 21st century is going to be about is what Bao was getting at. And it's a, it's a really fucking interesting idea, and I think it's true. Because, like, you and me are fans of, like, the Dismal Jesters, Jimquisition, that sort of thing. Um, they really fly those sort of things when the audience is all having their in-jokes together and stuff like that. It all adds to the finished product. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think uh, I think a good example of that gray space between um, gray space between what the art presents and what the audience receives or from the yeah. art, or rather what they take away from the art, can be seen in um, stuff like. And I always fucking talk about these, but I'm gonna talk about them again. Um, can be seen it. in stuff like the Souls games because, like, oh. most of that story is discovered through fans just going, "What if this happened?" <laughs> Oh, absolutely. That's like a perfect example of the they've they've set little seeds and the audience grabs them and goes from there. I think it's a fucking incredible way to engage with with people, and it's a new thing that like the sort of instance the instance. I don't know if this is even a word, but the instance, the the sort of immediacy. I bet I guess would be the proper word. Um, of like sort of the internet and everything these days where you can get minute by minute feedback on everything from a huge horde of people like people are starting to tap into that and they're starting to play with what that can mean for games what it can mean for movies all sorts of things it's fascinating yeah absolutely and um before we before we move along I feel like I should point out that yes, the choices in the first Bioshock were binary and stupid as fuck as well. <laughs> yes. Like, do you want but to rip this little girl job. in half, or do you want to safely help her? <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, that is very true, but it didn't seem quite as bad with it. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it was... I don't know, I think Bioshock 1 was more acceptable because it was deconstructing a philosophy that a lot of young people seem to well rather a lot of young men seem to find themselves falling in to like a lot oh, of the milady type fedora wearing men and i know i'm generalizing here but like a lot of fucking neckbeards basically subscribe to that randian oh yeah that kind of like ayn randy philosophy that kind of like you know libertarianism and stuff and it's basically just because they're, you know, they're, their only experience of the world is their own, and they've not gained much fucking perspective. <laughs> Which, you yeah. know, it's not their fault, they're young. But, um, yeah, I think it was important that a video game deconstructed that philosophy, whereas in Bioshock Infinite, I don't think it was as enlightening. <laughs> 
But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think that's why the the shitty binary choices in the first Bioshock got a free pass. But we'll stop talking about Bioshock because... (laughs) Yeah, we've kind of talked about Bioshock for the whole podcast, but I've enjoyed it. I like talking about Bioshock. I actually kind of want to play it again after this discussion. (laughs) No, I mean, I'm not going to because it's like nearly 4am and I'm dying. But, um, God, that wine hit me harder than I thought it would. But, uh, yeah, let's see. (laughs) You got any other questions or check the thread i got it i got tagged into another one um uh, talking about the amount of semen i can produce so that's an interesting oh, thread. Lovely. yeah uh, it's always a good day <laughs> always, always a fun day in the shadow <laughs> oh let's see why it's never Paul, boring I suppose. Oh, jamie russell wants to know why i have a dumb voice uh, it's because i'm why do you have a dumb voice because i'm fucking straying mate fucking straying can't <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ, I hate my voice. Um, I don't think you have a dumb voice. In all seriousness, I think it's quite a cool voice. Uh, well, I mean, at least one person does. I'll take, I'll take that to the fucking bank. Lots of people fucking think that. Don't be silly. Like, you're Australian. Everybody loves that. If you come to the UK, they're like, oh, you sound so charming. Even if you're saying, like, horrible shit, they'll be like, oh, you said it in an Australian accent, though, so forgiven. Kick, kick babies, mate. <laughs> Exactly, they'll be like, oh, fucking hell, we'll we'll kick some babies, oh yeah. Let's kick kick some fucking babies, oh yeah, kick some babies into the mouths of dingoes, just kick them right in there. Kick some babies and feed them to the dingoes while they're not crying. (laughs) Exactly. Fucking conscious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, like honestly, you can get away with anything in the UK. Yeah, Jamie Russell providing the majority of the questions tonight. He also wants to know mm. why he keeps picking on one of the nicest people we both know. I mean, I think instead of picking on Thomas there. all the time. <laughs> no, I think he's talking about you there. Because he's a fucking asshole. He's a better, <laughs> better selfish husk of a human being. And I think that's that's <laughs> well, big part of it. will do that to you. <laughs> Well, of course it will. But even before that, he was still a bitter, hollow husk of a human <laughs> being. So, you know, being that that much of a, a mollusk is taxing on anyone. So, you know, don't don't take anything Jamie says to heart. Is basically the moral of the story. Oh, I never would. Ja- Jamie's a sweet fella. Yeah, he's he's a uh, he's sweet, but he's, he's also just horrible. <laughs> it's like that insect you see when you lift up a stone and you're like, Ugh, that's under there. Ugh. There's a Jamie Russell on my news feed. There's a Jamie Russell commenting on something. Uh, there's a Jamie, there was a Jamie <laughs> Russell under the old bit of fence in the backyard that I lifted up, rolling yeah, exactly. around with the slater bugs. <laughs> that's that's Jamie Russell. There's something else that I wanted to comment on. Oh, God, what was it? Oh yeah, he wanted to know why I kept starting selfie threads when I was so ugly. I managed to get a fucking smile out of him on a selfie thread. Like, I think that is justification enough for their existence. He doesn't smile unless there's a very good reason for it. He's he's a miserable guy. Uh, Well, yeah, he he has a kid, that's what I put it down to. Of course. Uh, So anyway, we are at about an hour... Thank you sweet. so much for coming. Oh, sorry, what was that? Oh, I just said sweet. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on, man. It has been a blast. I've, um, <laughs> yeah. 
I've I've laughed a lot. I've I've had a bit to drink, and uh, yeah, you you just I'll remind all the lovely people where they can out. catch up with this stuff. Uh, if you want to follow me, the, my patron at Gregor James Hunter is probably a good place to do that. And that that's all. And it was a pleasure being on, cause uh, and and invite me in the future if you want me to ruin your your fucking podcast for for another hour. Oh, I I absolutely will. Like I I get the feeling that eventually it is just going to turn into a rotating cast of our shattered friends. I think so. I think that would be really fun, and I think we should always get drunk before we do it <laughs> because like honestly, come and listen to the the other podcast and listen to Thomas's obviously because neither of us will be this drunk on anything else we do, so it'll be fun. I mean, I don't know. It would be fun. Well, we'll be less if drunk. You invite me on to your, if you invite me onto your podcast, I'm going to get the feeling that I'm some kind of rock star and, you know, I'll show up with half a bottle of whiskey up my asshole and another <laughs> glass of wine. <laughs> Actually, please do that. Please do that. And you can, you can be on any time. I'll, I'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hook that up. All right, cool. Yeah, you'll have to mail me the whiskey. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, thank you again for coming on. You can, um, no worries. lovely listeners, I'm talking to you now, directly to you. You can find him on Patreon, and I'll have links to everything in the description, so check him out. Don't be a dick. Just fucking do it. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not a dick. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We'll see you next week. I'm gonna go get see some ya. sleep now. Bye, Gregor. See you, man. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>